one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually actually I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we're not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And before we get this party started, we're going to give you the business about where you can find us in the world. Our website is where if we mention a comfortable sweatsuit, you will find links to the comfortable sweatsuit. That link is forever35podcast.com. You can see us on Twitter at forever35pod, but we are really more popping on Instagram. Is that how the kids say it? At forever35podcast. And there's also a wonderful Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums and there are billions of subgroups that are just amazing. Um, you can, Literally billions. I mean, quite honestly, it's kind of, a, it's, it's truly magic. It is. Someone invited me to one to talk about. Someone was like, come talk about Bridgerton and the Forever 35 pop culture group. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know that existed. I will. I will come. 
you know, one of my favorite subgroups is Forever 35. Explain it to me. <laughs> it's like, can you explain the GameStop stock market crash? Yes. It's literally like the things that you're kind of like, I should know what this is or like how to do this thing. And I'm kind of embarrassed to ask anyone in my life, like anyone in my IRL life mm-hmm. or on social media about it. But this is a safe space where I can ask about it. And almost always someone has answers and everyone is very kind. I love, I, I have find um, every Forever 35 group to be truly pleasant to be in. I mean, thank yeah. God, because it somehow originated from this podcast. So it's true. It's true. Um, another lovely place on the internet is the Forever 35 subreddit, which is at reddit.com slash r slash Forever 35. It's not quite as poppin' as, um, Facebook, but you know, they, they're, they're getting more and more posts all the time. So check that out. And if you want to reach us, um, call us at 781-591-0390, or you can text us there. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And look, we love a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have something nice to say about us, say it there. We really appreciate it. It helps new people who are new to the show find out about us. So thank you for doing that. We genuinely, from the bottom of our heart, express deep gratitude for that. We do. Ooh. We do. So Kate, you have mm. some big news. Big news story. I started Well Butrin today. I am Welcome to the club. Thank Kate. you. I know that we have a name. We call ourselves Wellies or Butrin Babies. <laughs> We call ourselves something, right? Do we call Welly bees? Welly bees. Yep. I'm mm-hmm. officially a Welly bee. I'm also um, a Prozac honey, but I'm now adding the Welly bee to the Prozac because I have I have had uh, intense, uh, not intense. I've had depression. I've never yeah. had it before. I didn't know I was having it, but. I finally spoke with my psychiatrist and my therapist helped me figure all this out. And my psychiatrist was like, we could either, you know, go higher on your Prozac or we could add a low dose of Wellbutrin. So we starting with the Wellbutrin. It may not work for me because of my variety of things, but I'm excited to be here. You know, we're happy to have you. Thank you. I was welcomed. I, I posted about it on Instagram and so many other Welly Bees is that what we call it? What that's what you say? Welly bees? Yeah, welly bees. Welly bees, welly bees. So many other welly bees <laughs> yeah. welcomed me into the Wellbutrin family. So there's a lot of us. Yeah, it feels really nice. And then other people were sharing what, you know, what SSRIs they're on. There were some Lexapros, some Zolofs, some Prozacs like me. It felt good. This I, is like super pedantic, but yeah. Wellbutrin is not an SSRI. I know. No, no, I know. But people were sharing their drugs. I see. Okay. Their mental health care pharmaceuticals. Great. Yes. Okay. So those were the other ones that kind of circulated in my DMs on the Instagram. But look, like mental health is self-care and it's a real, it's a fucking bitch right now. God, I, I really want to stop is. swearing, Dory. Oh, okay. It's okay. a, it's a freaking pain in the butt. And I know we're all struggling. Many of us are struggling. I shouldn't presume all of us, but, um, I know I am and I want to feel better and I want to help myself. So I'm hoping that, you know, that this 
provides some relief. And if it doesn't, I'm very grateful that I have, you know, I have a team in place to help me figure it out. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm, I feel good about it. Um, and I also felt, I also was kind of circling back to something you had said about kind of how you had really hit the wall on a, a past episode recently and how you had not gone outside. Like you had just been mm-hmm. in your house all day. Mm-hmm. And I realized I'm also doing that. Like when I go outside, it's for a very like matter of fact, unpleasant, like it's just to like bring in the trash. So yeah, this morning I set my alarm clock for like about 15 minutes earlier than when I normally get up. And I had set out clothes the night before and I got up and I got dressed and I went out and walked my dog and I did it without listening to anything or looking at my phone because mm-hmm. normally I'll like put on a podcast and stare at my phone while I walk the dog. Okay. So it felt really good to be up first thing in the morning to just like breathe the air, feel the cool air, hear the birds, hear the roar yes. of the Los Angeles freeways. Yes. Um, so that was something I also did that I, I was like, maybe this will just kind of help. So I did that today as well and did it help it did help it felt really good it felt really great in the moment and one thing i was thinking about is like i think i need to kind of calm down with my obsession of like setting up long-term routines will cure me of all my ills Mm. like in my brain i'm like oh like i had the thought of like oh well maybe i'll be a person who gets up and walks every morning and then i was like no what calm down just walk today think about what you need today don't latch on to this idea that like you have to be the kind of person that like has this is beholden to this routine that they've had for decades do you know like there's something i, I think i kind of fetish fetish oh boy this is gonna get stuck in my mouth fetish fetishize fetishize Oh, getting stuck in my teeth, fetishize this idea of being a person of routine, of structure. Mm. Like, you know, those people, especially I think maybe this is a writer thing, but like, it's like I wake up and then I have my tea and then from seven to eight, I do my emails and from eight to 10, I just write. And then at 10, I listen to NPR and wash the dishes. And this is what I do every day. And it's like every day in my, of my life is drastically different and i just have to let go of this like fantasy that i have Mm. so those are my deep thoughts on my uh walk with my dog today wow i mean that is the nice thing about going for a walk without the distraction of your phone like you really do get to kind of clear your head yes i haven't done that in a while like i haven't Mm. haven't done it without like queuing up some sort of podcast which you know i'm I like podcasts. You know what we I like to them. do along oh, those lines? I like to drive with nothing on. Oh, God. I, w- I would maybe have a panic attack. It's actually really calming. Wow. Even driving in Los Angeles, which is not calming. I actually find it to be quite calming. I did it today on the freeway, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is relaxing. Well, remember, you know, we talked about road rage early on in this podcast and you were listening to classical music. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. I do remember that. But even even the silence is more calming than the classical. Sometimes I just want to be alone with my thoughts. Mm. 
Did you did anything come up while you, like in the thinking space of driving alone on the freeway today? I don't remember, but I do remember consciously thinking, "Oh, I don't have anything on." And then thinking, "I like it." Good for you. Yeah. What what were you doing? Were you doing things today in this driving that were part of uh Dory's self-care? You know what? I was. I had driven to the beach and, you know, we're very fortunate that we live in Los Angeles where we can drive to the beach in February. But I went for a walk on the beach and it was really nice. And now, I also didn't listen to anything on yes. my walk. Oh, that sounds amazing. How long were you walking on the beach for? Not that long. I think probably about 45 minutes. That's a substantial stroll. It was a nice stroll. I walked for part of it. I walked on the, there's like a path um, where people, one side is biking and rollerblading and such. And the other side is walking and running for a while. I walked on that, but then for a while I just walked on the beach, like by the, by the waves, um, which was also really lovely and calming, also calming. Which is something. I did a few other things. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, which is something I think you've really been adamant about needing right now. Yeah, and it's hard to take that time for yourself. I think, and I was lucky that I was able to do it. Um, so, you know, uh, just uh, I, I felt I felt hashtag blessed. I did honestly. Good. And what are these other things you've been doing? Well, one of the things I did is I put nail polish on mm. for the first time in a really long time. And, you know, as longtime listeners of this podcast know, I was a pretty faithful manicure getter pre-pandemic. You were, like, were you weekly or bi-weekly? I was when I when I had regular polish on my nails, I was weekly for a while. I was doing dip manicures and then I was, you know, every three weeks or so because you don't have to change it. That remember dip manicures. I mean, now that seems so disgusting and unsanitary. I mean, it, it felt kind of unsanitary at the time. Like I remember thinking like this is kind of gross. Just pressing but, my like, finger into this big bucket of powder that like a thousand other people have probably pressed mm -hmm. their fingers into. Mm -hmm. um but i remember being like oh, whatever <laughs> but now i'm like never again <laughs> uh i feel like those kinds of things are just going to keep coming up yeah like, there's going to be so things, many things like that yeah there's things we haven't even thought about that we used to do in in the before times that after this we're going to be like oh hell no <laughs> you don't think we'll go back to them i'm not going back to a salad bar Hmm. Or a buffet? Are you? I mean, yeah, why not? It's like so many people and so many germs and so many hands reaching for things and and sneeze guards that don't really work. And like, I don't know, it just makes me feel not great. I think there will certainly be a... um like a, a period where we readjust and we re-examine those practices. But like, I love a breakfast buffet, Dory. I don't know if you know I'm going to go with God. 
I will not be joining you, but enjoy that breakfast buffet. Enjoy that omelet station. Oh, I love I mean, an omelet station. <laughs> enjoy your fresh waffle. I am here for this. I'm, I'm here for you for like, this. You'll be ordering off the menu. But I will be ordering off the menu. Yes. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. Listen, to each their own. To each their <laughs> own. Um. So, yeah. So I did my nails. I did. I used the Olive and June stuff that they sent us a long time ago. You know, the what's their thing called? The poppy. The- Yes, it's part of their manicure kit. I think they sell the poppy yes. separately, though. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I put on Olive and June's shade MG. All of their shades have like initials because they're named after people. Um, it's a really nice terracotta. It's very pretty, if I mm. do say so myself. Um, and I also took a bath this week. Dory, Lovely. Look, at I know. You. I got ice cream. And this will blow your mind. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I know we were just talking about silence, but I started listening to an audiobook. Okay. This could not be more out of character. It's very out of character, I admit. What what was the thing that you were like, this is I mean, I support it. I love audiobooks, but how were you like, this is for me today? Okay, so here's what happened. First, I read a review of this book in the New York Times, and I was like, oh, this book sounds right up my alley. It's about it's about an escaped Nazi who dies under mysterious circumstances in Rome in 1949. Oh, my God. It's a true story. Oh. I was like, oh, this sounds great. I, I'm going to this book. I'm putting this on my list. And then the next day, I heard an interview with the author on NPR. And he sounded so like delightful and British. And like, I just love the way he was talking about it, uh, talking about the book and the book sounded even more interesting. And I was like, you know, if he's reading it, I could listen to this. So I went over, I, I tootaloodled on over to our <laughs> pals at Libro.fm and activated my account finally and got my audiobook credit for the month. I, I I hope everyone knows about Libro.fm. You don't have to get your audiobooks from Audible. No, you don't. Libro.fm is great. And you can choose an independent bookstore to support with your audiobook uh, purchases. That's their whole thing. They support independent bookstores. So you can either choose an independent bookstore to support or you can just say general, like, my purchase will support all bookstores that they have in their roster um and i believe there is a they they set up a url for us if you go to libro.fm slash redeem slash forever 35 you get two audiobooks for the price of one and they have an app super easy to use anyway so i was like okay this is gonna be it this will be the audiobook that i that i download and i did and have you and started I've listened listening to a bit to? of it okay you know what's funny though <laughs> I realized that because I, you know, I listen to podcasts, obviously. And when you listen to something like this, if I were listening to this on a podcast, there would be like music. And I kept expecting music. Oh, that's fascinating. And I was like, this would really be enhanced by some music. (laughs) 
I really think it would be a better listening experience if if like audiobooks added music. Is that crazy? No, I think I have listened to some that have kind of like short musical interludes. Yeah, I want like atmospheric. I want some but just like intro music. I do. I want, know basically, what you I want mean. audiobooks to sound more like podcasts. Oh boy, I'm. It could. It will probably happen. Don't you think? There's going to be some merging of that energy. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. I guess it's more expensive. It's much more expensive to produce an audiobook with accompanying music then not like music playing through the whole thing you know what i mean though yes i know what you mean but it sets the tone it sets the tone exactly it sets the tone i wanted tone setting i didn't get any tone setting but that's okay um but i'm enjoying it but i mean it's a very it's very out of character for me to listen to an audiobook but the book i chose is very in character so i think it kind of evens it, it cancels cancels each other out i i find audiobooks a great way to multitask read like i'll listen to them while i do the dishes while i walk mm-hmm. the dog because mm-hmm. i it's just sitting down with a book is not always accessible to, right. to me so i've been listening to obama's president obama's latest oh. book on audiobook and it's fantastic and he's got he has such a lovely oh. voice so soothing so charming mellifluous i would say i don't know what that means it means what you think it means wow it means what obama's voice sounds like okay so like a a beautiful tone with like a soothing a soothing yep that's exactly it there we go you got it welcome to our sat prep that we're (laughs) (laughs) we're offering Mellifluous is to soothing as I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, so glad I don't have to do that again. <laughs> Before Same. we take a break, tell me about your new uh, moisturizer. Oh, yeah. I also have a prod recommendation. So Summer Fridays sent us some prods to try recently. Um, and I feel like they were known for their mask which I never used and because, you know, I'm not super into masks, but they've, they've since branched out into other prods. So they, one of the things they sent us was their cloud dew oil free gel cream, Mm -hmm. which I found perfectly light, but like sneakily moisturizing. Like at first I was like, this isn't going to do anything. And then I was like, Ooh, this feels good. So I've been using it in the morning. One caution I would say is if you have any sensitivity to pineapple, I would steer clear because it does have pineapple enzyme in it. Which can be a little tingly for some. Like an irritant. I guess. I mean, I, I, I think, I don't know. If you were allergic to pineapple, maybe that would be an issue. I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just wanted to flag it. Flag the pineapple. Pineapple has been flagged. Um, so yeah, so that that has that has been what I've been using in the morning lately, and I, I'm really enjoying it. Mm, okay, I got to dip my finger in there. You sure do. That sounds kind of gross, but you know what I mean. It does. It does sound pretty gross. Um, well, before we take a break, we should say that our guest this week is amazing. It's Janelle Parrish, and she is in 
the new movie to All the Boys Always and Forever, which is the second in the trilogy based on the books by forever former Forever 35 guest Jenny Han. <laughs> um, and it comes out on Friday. It's like the perfect little Valentine's movie. It's very sweet. So sweet. So cozy. So delightful. So yes. there's something that's a little steamy too. There's some smooching. It's not that steamy. I actually found I, I kind of wanted it to be more steamy, to be honest. Oh, I see. Well, maybe if they I'm make a saying. third, they'll up that steam for you, Dory. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, well, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll talk to Janelle when we get back. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events there's weddings there's nights out it's vacations i mean like all the things happening in summer and what i love is that honey love has just the right thing for all those events feel comfortable and confident this summer with honey love's best-selling 
Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite honey love piece. Let me, let me just tell you why. Yeah. Get into it. Do you want to tell me why? (laughs) No, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes. That's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Uh, 
Our guest today is Janelle Parrish, who starred as Mona for seven seasons in the top-rated freeform TV series, Pretty Little Liars. Her performance earned the Choice TV Villain Award at the 2012, 2013, 2016, and 2017 Teen Choice Awards. And Janelle went on to reprise the character in last season's spinoff, The Perfectionists. Janelle is also widely recognized for her work in the Netflix film To All the Boys I've Loved Before and its sequels. And Janelle is also an accomplished singer and theater actress who made her Broadway debut playing young Cosette in Les Miserables. We are so thrilled to have you here, Janelle. Welcome to Forever 35. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we do like to start by asking our guests about a self-care practice they have. So is there anything that you do to kind of ground yourself, bring you a sense of calm? I wake up extra early just to like sit in the quiet for an hour with my coffee, oil diffuser, um, just kind of meditate, find my center and just feel super calm and in my body before I go and do anything. It just makes me start off the day feeling very connected to myself. That's Ooh, amazing. That sounds nice. Is that <laughs> something you're you're able to do traveling for work as well? Like, do you have things tools that you then bring so you can keep this practice going when you're not, I'm assuming your home base is LA. Yeah, I will make it happen. I actually am about to head out to Canada for five weeks. So I bought um, a portable oil diffuser just so I can continue the practice (laughs) wherever I'm going instead of bringing my giant one. I always bring my essential oils. Um, Again, even if it means missing out on an hour of sleep, I need it in the morning just to start off my day feeling my best. Oh, that's very (laughs) inspirational. I feel like I need to get the show on the road with that. That sounds amazing. Do you have favorite essential oil um, flavors? Yeah. So um, I really love Sage, uh, the company, and they have this um, euphoria blend that I put in my oil diffuser. That's like um, eucalyptus, peppermint, a little bit of like orange notes in there. It's just like you smell it so calming. But for me, I always have my peppermint halo, good for energy, good for if you ever feel like stress headaches. I have my stress oil blend. I have my lavender for night. I have like a a little pouch with all of my oils in it just for traveling. I love that. I do too. There's something also so nice about the consistency of a routine that you can do no matter where you are that I feel like must be so centering. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're traveling a lot, then it always just feels like you're in your space, no matter what space it is. Especially there's such a nomadic life when you're an actor. I mean, you really are everywhere. I think when like not working in Los Angeles, you know, you're often you're shooting all over the country. So that must be very, yeah, really helpful practice. And I find that I just feel so much happier if I can make a space feel like it's mine, even if it's just right in a hotel somewhere, if I have my practice and I make it feel like it's mine, I'll feel so much better the next day. Well, this new film, it made me feel good today. It made me cry as I was texting Dory a few minutes ago. Um, and you, you're, you're a part of this franchise that really brings so much joy to people, which is necessary all the time, but especially right now. And, you know, especially coming out of Pretty Little Liars, which brings its own kind of joy, but a more, <laughs> a more stressful what? joy. Yeah. Darker, <laughs> darker yeah. joy. Yeah. <laughs> Say this as an avid watcher, but how, how has it felt <laughs> to be a part of uh, the two, all the boys I love before franchise that, that kind of, you know, this, this rom-com that makes everybody feel so good. 
It's really lovely, especially like you said, after coming off of something like Pretty Little Liars, which again, brings joy to people in different ways. But you know, it's like, it's dark, it's sexy. It's, you know, it's just, it's moody. Um, And that was so, that was so my vibe for so long that when, um, when To All The Boys came across my desk and they sent me the script and I read it. I was like, this is so fun and light and happy and positive and something different that I haven't done. Let's, let's give it a shot. And and when we shot the movie, all of us, we weren't attached to Netflix at the time. So we had no idea where it would go. Um, Yes, there were three books, but we had no idea. It was not guaranteed that three movies would get made. Um, So just making the first movie felt so great. I made some great friends. I, I loved it. And then Netflix picked it up. And then all these people loved it and related to the characters. And all of a sudden it was this amazing thing in this franchise. And now we're making three movies and have this incredible fan base. I mean, it kind of was unexpected Um, and really wonderful. Like you said, to be a part of something that brings so much joy and positivity to people. It's really nice and something different for me. And you get to be your Margot who, who's not just the elder Covey sister, but you're also kind of this like big sister voice of reason in the films, especially in the most recent one. Mm -hmm. Do you have advice, really good advice that you've ever received or given about love and about relationships? Ooh. Um, wow. I, you know what? My parents have always given me the best advice. I've always looked to them for love because, you know, we are such a close family. It's my parents, me and my big sister who was my Margot, And she always gives me the best advice as well. But I've had such a great example for love and relationships um, by watching my parents. Um, and uh, they always told me the best advice for love is to compromise. And if you compromise and meet in the middle, you can usually talk through anything. And I feel like my husband and I are pretty good at that. Sometimes it's hard when you're mad. You just don't want to meet in the middle. But compromising, I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I've been given when it comes to love. Um, what is your relationship like with um, Lana? I love her so much. Honestly, the three of us, Lana, Anna, and I, we really do feel like sisters. And during this crazy time during COVID, we've done so many Zoom parties where we would just like pick up our dogs and like we're in our three squares, like holding our dogs, being like, ah, and just, you know, catching up and And the bond that we've created feels so strong and so wonderful. And that's not always the case. So we feel very, very lucky. Um, Lana, I have so much respect for her. I mean, she got launched into stardom with uh, Lara Jean. Like I said, we weren't even a part of Netflix at that time. It was just a little indie we were doing. And she's the same person now as she was in the first film. She's the same kind, goofy, silly, strong, smart independent woman and she hasn't changed at all with with uh this new fame that she's been launched into um and you know to be number one on a call sheet and show up every day and work the most amount of hours um you know well the crew also works so many hours but i mean of the actors that's hard and you give so much energy and and so much of you into something and she always did it with grace always I saw on Twitter that you were looking for mysteries to read during <laughs> a, a quarantine period. And, you know, we we talk a lot about books as self-care on our show. Um, and I was always curious if you have any recommendations. I also thought it was really interesting. You were looking for mysteries. Are you a mystery reader 
I am a mystery lover. I mean, it all started because, to be honest, I hate flying. Um, I get major anxiety. And it's not like scared. It's just I'm trapped. I'm trapped. I don't have the option to get up and leave. Like, ooh. Um, so I started reading books in order to distract myself on planes. And I would start a book and I would, if it didn't grab me right away, I would just be like, I give up. I'm just going to sit here and freak out. But if it's a mystery and it's a page turner, like the flight will go by like that. Um, So then I just got obsessed with mystery books. Um, So yeah, I got some great recommendations on that thread. And I actually bought like four of them that were recommended to me. Um, But as far as recommendations go, um, the couple next door is one of my favorites. I can't remember who wrote that. I think it was Sherry LaPena. Um, And I actually like a lot of her books. Um, I'm finishing up one of hers right now. I love mysteries that make you feel like you're the main character. Mm. And what what are your thoughts about entertainment, you know, as a performer, um, but also as a consumer during this pandemic, what have you kind of turned to for comfort or relief? Um, And how does it also feel to provide that to people? Great. And I I really do love that this third movie is coming out at this time because I feel like people need feel good content. I find myself wanting it all the time, you know, having days where I'm just like, "Mm, I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling a little bit blue. Um, A lot of times I turn to um, watching shows that I know and love like the back of my hand, but I need to put it on again just to like make myself feel good. Like friends is always on in this house Mm. during this time. Allie McBeal, sex in the city, things that I know and I know how they're going to make me feel. And that's comforting. And I hope that to all the boys can be that for people. You know, it's, it's tried and true. You've seen the movies, you're going to watch it again. You know how it makes you feel, you know, it makes you feel great. And it's always there for you. Um, so very happy to be putting that out there right now. Um, but yeah, watching those shows has brought me comfort. Cooking has brought me comfort. Um, cross-stitching. Mm. <laughs> yes, I have so many cross-stitches. I don't even know what to do with it now. What kind of stuff do you cook? Um, I love to make savory dishes. So I like to make like big meat sauces. I've been experimenting with vegetables because I don't like them. and <laughs> I've been trying to be healthier. So I'm like, okay, I'll try zoodles. Love them now. Um, I'll try spaghetti squash. Um, so just kind of like experimenting and trying to be trying to eat foods that make me feel better. I love to make um, Asian food. I love to make Chinese food. I have a lot of my grandma's Chinese recipes that I've been practicing. I love it. So it's like therapeutic to cook. I was reading an interview with you and you mentioned that you have a lengthy nighttime skincare routine. I do. And our podcast is kind of rooted and founded in our obsession with skincare products and sharing our discoveries with our audience. And so... I would love to hear about your nighttime skincare routine, what it's like, any products that you cannot live without that you would be willing to share with us and our audience. Absolutely. I'm obsessed with my skincare. And that's another thing that I cannot, I can't travel without like my kit of all my things. Um, And I can't go to sleep until I've washed everything and put all my creams on. And I'm like, okay, I'm cozy and I'm clean and I'm going to sleep. So um, I've recently become obsessed with Kate Somerville. Um, Mm. I go to their studio here in LA and I have a great esthetician and I get, you know, all their like laser facials for scarring, just like pore tightening. Um, 
And uh, so I love their line. So like their gentle cleanser is my absolute favorite. It just gets you like squeaky clean without, um, uh, you know, any oil. Um, It's uh, like easy on the skin. I never break out from it. And then I have a whole bunch of other serums and stuff that I love. Um, A favorite is the Good Jeans from um, Sunday Riley. Just a legend, a legend of a serum. Yeah. a miracle on a bottle. It's really, really amazing. Um, I also love Tata Harper um, and they're a green line. So everything is organic, um, very clean beauty. They they actually send me a lot of stuff, which I love because they'll send me like their, their newest products. And so I get to try everything. Um, all of their serums are so great um, for like um, sun damage, scarring, things like that. Um, they have a really good night cream, uh, that is just like moisture sealed into your face. Mm. Laneige, Laneige, which is a, um, Korean, uh, mm-hmm. brand. And, um, they have this water bank eye cream that I, I, every night before bed. Did you guys shoot on location in Seoul? Yeah. always and forever. And we actually oh. shot in the Laneige store. And they gave us products. It was amazing. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you pick up any skincare when you were in Korea? Oh, yes. Let's Let's hear about it. (laughs) Nature Republic. Um, Mm. Oh, my gosh. And they're everywhere. They're on, like, every single corner. And you just go in there and you tell them what you want. I'm like, I have a pimple. And they're like, here. And they'll just tell you. (laughs) I'm just like, look at my face. I don't know. And they're like, here's a green tea mask or something. Every product that they put on me or that I took home, I loved. It's so great. They had all these like charcoal infused um, face washes uh, um, and some with like lava rock infused. And they're all so affordable. I walked out with like five things for like $20. Oh my gosh. And they're all so great. Is it like a Sephora or they have their own line or? They have their own line. Oh, wow. I, th- I think there's one in the Glendale Galleria, if, if I'm remembering. Yes, I, I mean, but it's been like a year since I've been in public anywhere, so <laughs> I, I could be misremembering. Oh, yeah, I think they do. And they also have the face shop. They have it in a lot of malls here in the States, and that's also a Korean makeup brand. Good stuff. I was going to ask about your makeup. What is your, what is your go-to makeup and do you have any tips for, you must be doing a lot of Zoom interviews. So do you have any tips for like looking great on a Zoom? Yeah. So um, for looking good on Zoom, I always open my my photo booth app first just to see how the lights look in and what the background looks like. And then I tweak from there. Um, but I feel like on Zoom, as long as you have like a good base on, like I usually like to go for just a tinted moisturizer and like a little concealer. You do that, you draw on your brows, a little mascara, um, whatever you want to put on your lips and just like a little bit of bronzer. Easy. And that's honestly like my go-to everyday look. I'll have to say I've kind of enjoyed and my skin's enjoyed it during all this time, like not wearing makeup. Yeah. That's been kind of an unexpected benefit. I feel like all of our skin is just like breathing. (laughs) Like, thank you. (laughs) So what are you, what are you working on next? I know you mentioned that you're heading out to shoot something. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about that role? Yeah. I don't think I can say what it is just yet, but I'm heading out to, to shoot a really um, sweet 
uh, romance film. Um, and that'll be really nice. And it's exciting. Um, playing a character that's, um, kind of feisty and, uh, into fashion. So I feel like I'm going to get some really fun outfits, which I'm real excited about. Um, and yeah, I'll be able to probably talk about that soon in the next couple of weeks. Other than that, um, I've been sort of dipping my feet into development and producing. So that's been really fun. Um, I've just been, you know, finding various books that I love and, and, you know, getting started on the development process into making them into film. So that's been really, really fun to like put that hat on. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at mysteries or are you kind of looking at all genres? All genres. Yeah. Cool. I want you to make some mysteries for us though. That sounds very <laughs> No pressure. Please. Make and star in the mysteries for us. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll keep looking. Can we talk a little bit about playing a high schooler <laughs> which, or and a, I mean, then a college student, but you've, you've played both. Yeah. Uh, what is it like kind of reliving your youth as a performer? Is, are you, is it, I'm not an actor. Are you able to kind of compartmentalize or do you kind of re-experience or relive the, the moments from your life? Um, you know, a little bit of both. I feel like, well, first of all, I feel like now that, you know, to all the boys, Margot was in college. Great. But I feel like my high school playing days are over, which is fine and great. I'm in my thirties, proud of it. Happy to play characters that are closer to my age. But I also feel very lucky that I've been able to play younger characters for a while. Um, I'm pretty little liars. You know, we played teenagers for a long time. And then finally they were like, you guys are like in your (laughs) five year time jump. And we were like, great. (laughs) While it was, it's totally fun. And I love to be able to kind of like relive the glory days. And I feel like I can pull from my own experiences um, and also pull from experiences that I never had. Like I, when I moved to LA, I was in high school. Um, I didn't have the the normal high school experience. Um, I did get to go to prom because my, my first boyfriend, he had a prom and I got to go with him and things like that. But um, once I moved to LA, I, I had um, more of a homeschool experience. So being able to like be in team things where I can experience like mm. a big prom or a football game or like walking through, you know, the high school parties, whatever it is, it's kind of fun. It's like, oh, I never had this. That's fun. Um, but, you know, I think I've had that. And now it's kind of fun to be able to play characters that are a little, little bit more closer to my age. It's fun that I've been able to do all yeah. of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have talked about how you were bullied in school. So is that something that has ever kind of come up for you while you're playing these characters? Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I related to the most while playing Mona in Pretty Little Liars Mm. that, you know, yeah, she was one of the villains and yeah, she, you know, was, she's been the mean girl. She's been the villain. She's funny. You love to hate her, but at the root of it all, she just wanted to feel like she had a place. Um, She wanted to feel included and she wanted to feel seen and, And, you know, I think I and a lot of people um, can relate to that and relate to how that feels um, and feel empathy for anybody who's going through that. And honestly, I have so many fans that I've spoken to and um, on conventions or just on social media that have said, you know, thank you so much for portraying Mona the way that you did. And, And because I dealt with bullying and, you know, 
the way you portrayed Mona and kind of showed her as somebody who was stronger because of it, like gave me strength. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's mm. great. I'm glad to hear that, you know? Um, so yeah. So this movie comes out right around Valentine's day and we are going to air this episode with you right around Valentine's day as well. So I would love to know your thoughts on the holiday. Uh, you are, you are partnered. Um, do you enjoy it? Have you enjoyed it in the past? And do you have something special that you do to celebrate? You know, Valentine's Day, I, we love it. Um, we do celebrate it, but we always celebrate it in our own way. So instead of, you know, going out and being around a bunch of other people who are celebrating it as well, we like to make it feel a little bit more like ours. So usually we just um, celebrate it at, at the at the house together and like cook a nice meal, do a little activity together. And that'll be our Valentine's Day. And I love that. But um, yeah, to be honest, sometimes we feel the holidays like a little bit overrated, <laughs> you know, and it's like we're 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 lucky because we are we are partnered. So it's like, you know, every day feels like Valentine's Day. So we don't need a day to like celebrate our love. But I think it's a really fun holiday when you're single. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, so and so asked me to Valentine's Day dinner, Valentine's Day dance. Like I remember in high school, it was such a like, oh, is that boy going to send me a carnation and homeroom? You know, things like that, like all those little feels. Um, but yeah, I mean, every day is Valentine's Day in our house. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Wait a second. How do we get that yeah, in our relationships? Seriously. Teach us how to be married. Every day is Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't. I the the holiday. It, it's it's a sweet holiday. I I just have never been like obsessed with Valentine's Day. I think. Oh. No, I fair enough. Yeah, I think you're in good company with in it. Our agreement <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Well, Janelle, it has really been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah. Um, our yeah. listeners can see you in Always and Forever. Um, tell the boys um, Always and Forever uh, out on February 12th on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where else can people find you if they want to kind of follow? Yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Janelle Parrish, just my name. Perfect. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, One Skin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel. I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with 
all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm-hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. So the funny thing about interviewing like actual famous people, quote unquote, is they they look like amazing when you interview them. <laughs> Not that everyone else doesn't look amazing, but like Janelle looked so good. Yes, she was doing like it was part of a press junket where she's like doing yes, a yes, day yes. of interviews. Yes. And I did put on some like shimmery lip gloss. Yeah, I think I I put on a little bit of lip gloss, but like she looked, she was just like she, she looked really looked great, dope. She looked great. She did, I know, and she was and, so cool. And I'm a big Pretty Little Liars fan, so that was very exciting for me. Yeah, yeah, love a love a I didn't PLL. Know you were, I didn't know you were into PLL. I went through like a big PLL phase when it was when it was airing like pretty hardcore i watched it for quite a few years huh yeah i didn't know that you know i mean i know it's not normally my speed but something about like teen shit i just really i it was just so well done and i all the actors were really great i don't know i love i love a pll wow okay i love an a i love a liar okay all specific (laughs) references from the show (sighs) all right dory Let's discuss some intentions. Let's do it. Because I feel um, like you really nailed it. I Well, you know what? I think I had really kind of hit bottom and I was like, yeah. I need to do something here. So. Yeah. But you really did. You stepped in and, and took care of yourself. I did. I did. I did. Um, This week, I have a pretty basic intention. It's really a goal, if you will. I have a big work deadline, so I just I'm just trying to kind of get everything in on time. Is that book related? It is book related. Yeah. All, yep. right. All right. Work deadline. Work deadlines. I got my copy edit back, so I have to I have to go through it and That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's all happening. It's really all happening. Um, so what about you? Your intention last week was patience. I was a big one. It is. It's very broad. It's very big. I'm not going to nail it in a week. I had a lot of, um, there were a lot of like weeping, challenging meltdowns in my house. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, anyone with anyone with anybody in their life going, we're all struggling. My kids are having a hard time. You know, we've been doing this for a year. They haven't seen friends or been like, it's just, it's just a mess. It's just really hard. 
So, and I, I, their mental health has moments. And so, but also like they fight all the time. I think my patience is mostly like directed at them because I spend so much time with them. So I think I did, I did feel like in moments where I would normally react with irritability and get annoyed and try to like grumpily explain something to my kids, I just kind of responded with like patience and just, and it, and it helped. It did help. So, I don't know. It was it was nice, and now I'm thinking about like how can I direct that toward myself? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but uh, that's probably like a longer term life intention for me. Has been my whole life. I'm a very impatient person. And this week, I'm auditing my Instagram usage. Wow. Okay. It's really bad. It's really is it? Bad. Yeah, it's really bad. Okay. It's my most, I don't have Facebook on my phone anymore. And I think what happened is instead of just not being on Facebook, I just directed all my attention to Instagram. Mm. My daily average on Instagram is three hours. Wow. Okay. Last week, my screen time on Instagram was 18 hours and 22 minutes. Wow. Yeah. So that's a lot of time where I could be doing something else. I could also just be doing nothing, but I don't need to be staring at Instagram. So I'm just, I'm auditing. I'm not like blocking. I'm just kind of like, I'm just sitting with it. I'm looking at it. I'm watching it. I'm checking myself more. Mm. <sighs> but if you have uh, have have uh, Instagram hours like I do, let me know because I'm feeling kind of, I honestly, I'm feeling kind of ashamed. It's like kind of embarrassing. Don't feel ashamed, Kate. No, 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 no. But you, I mean, I, I'm, I am, and I'm not. Like, I'm obviously, I know we're all many like humans are addicted to social media and their phones. But I looked at it and I was like, eighteen hours. What? What am I doing? So, there you I go. I mean, look, we're in a pandemic. We are. I don't think. I don't think you should feel shame. I really don't. Okay. I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll have patience with myself. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do it no. for me. I will do it for you. Oh, you're such a good friend. I'll do it for you. Thank you. Thank you. My Welly B friend, my sister in well Butrin. Oh, boy. You know, before well, we sign off, I want you to know I've done this whole podcast in my bathrobe. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> that is sext. Are you sexting me? I'm sexting you. I want you to know I'm in my big furry bathrobe. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. You're Nothing. sexting our whole audience. I know. Listeners, I want you to leave this podcast turned on. I'm in a sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> we just say we're recording this in on an evening. It's eight o'clock here. It's true. Where we are. Yeah, yeah, these aren't, yeah, these yeah. aren't out of character but yeah if you want to be if you want to get hot just imagine us bathrobe and sweatsuit bathrobe and sweatsuit well that's where we'll leave you today all right well forever 35 is hosted and produced by me dory shafrier and you kate spencer and produced and edited by sammy junio and sam reed is our project manager our network partners ACAST. 
We will talk to you all again very soon.